everyone. It's Robert Poole with the Growing Your B2B Small Business Podcast. Have you ever woken up in a bad mood and your day just kind of went down from there? And what about the opposite? You woke up feeling great and you had a fantastic day at work? Let's talk about the difference in those two scenarios and how you can consistently get yourself in the more productive one of the two. Do you have a small business that sells to other businesses? If so, you probably know that there are plenty of resources for companies that market to consumers or companies that sell to large and Fortune 500 type companies. But what about the small businesses in the middle who sell to other companies? Where do we go to get answers? How do we grow our company consistently while still keeping our sanity? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. If you're listening to this podcast, you're part of an elite group of achievers who aren't willing to settle for just a nine-to-five job. You're one of the heroes in our society, and you should be proud of it. Welcome to the tribe, and welcome home. Okay, everyone, I hope you're having an awesome day. In the last episode, we talked about the misconception that in B2B sales and deal-making, it's all about the dollars and cents and just logical decisions. Today, I want to talk to you about how we as business owners can get the most out of ourselves on a consistent basis. You know, if we want to grow our companies, we can't have too many off days where we just aren't in the mood to do what we need to do. And, uh, you know, it's sort of an uphill battle. I mean, let me put it this way. Have you ever woken up in a bad mood and just not excited to go to work and make things happen at your company? You know, it may not be anything wrong at all. No bad news the minute you step out of bed, nothing bad happening. But just the same, you start thinking about work and you almost dread going in there. You know, kind of like, geez, you know, I just rather go back to bed, you know, maybe even a little grumpy. If you're anything like me, you've experienced this once or twice, if not regularly. You know, so the follow up question is with that bad state of mind and mood, did your game get better as it went on? I mean, were you effective, excited, creative, and motivated when you got to work? My guess is probably not. And then, you know, what about the opposite scenario? You woke up, you felt so good physically and mentally that you almost leaped out of bed. You started thinking about the day's work and got excited and started looking forward to getting to work. You felt like you could take on the world. Nothing could stop you. I mean, you were just on fire. Again, I'm guessing you probably had one of those mornings too. And there's quite a difference in the two scenarios. And most mornings are really some degree of one or the other, you know, maybe not that extreme, but you can't start off your day with both being in a good mood and a bad mood at the same time. It's usually just one or the other, and it's just a matter of degree. Maybe I should take a step back and, and talk about, you know, the word mood. You know, I think it's a, probably a better way to describe that feeling of state. It's the state of how you feel emotionally. You know, our emotions drive our actions, and the state you're in emotionally drives your actions as well. You know, Tony Robbins talks a lot about state management or state control. And, you know, if you've listened to this podcast, you probably know I'm a big fan of his and have been using his content for literally 30 years. Now I think about it and it's hard to believe, but, you know, Tony talks about this idea of state as something that we can actually control, but most of us don't. I mean, human beings are emotional creatures and our actions are generally driven by our emotions. And those emotions are usually driven by beliefs, but, you know, that's a whole different topic for another podcast. But, you know, going back to the good, bad morning mood or state, you know, which of these states do you think is going to help you grow your business? I mean, growing your business doesn't seem like something that would be affected by your state of mind, but it's really as intimately involved in growing your business. If you as the leader or the, you know, the head of the sales and marketing mind or strategy and the manager of your business are not in the best state you can be when making decisions, you know, telling your team what to do, dealing with clients effectively, you can't grow. I mean, it's as simple as that. You know, if you show up and work uh, at work in a bad mood, and you know, is it likely that you're going to call that prospective client that you know you need to call? I mean, there's a good chance you're going to procrastinate until tomorrow, which you know often turns turns into never. 
And even if you force yourself to do it, do you think you're going to be as good on the phone as you would be if you just, you know, closed a million dollar deal, for instance? I think not. You know, if you have a high stakes sales presentation, you're given to close a deal. Do you think that your poor state will be noticeable to the prospect? I'm guessing so. Will you do as good a job as you would if you were in a great state? Your state is going to drive your success or failure if you're in the wrong state. This bad mood or ineffective state you're in holds you back from doing what you need to do. And it's not just you that it affects. If you have a team waiting for you, don't fool yourself into thinking they won't notice you're in a bad mood. And that trickles down. They look to you to set the example and the tone. So if you're down, you're going to drag them down as well. Before you know it, the entire company is having an off day, which is costing you a lot of money. I mean, I know all about this personally. I used to have plenty of days where I came into work either depressed, pissed off, you know, frustrated, unmotivated, and just about every other negative emotion. I mean, I knew it was happening and knew how much it was affecting my productivity, you know, by procrastinating, doing a half-baked job, or just watching the clock, but I didn't realize how much it was affecting my team. I used to think I could hide my office, my employees wouldn't notice. You know, guess what? I mean, they always notice, and it's got the same effect on them. You know, if you have children, you know exactly what I mean. And you think they don't pick up on things when you're in a bad mood or something's wrong, but they intuitively know what's up. And it's the same thing with your employees at work. Now, I'm a big believer that all of us should try to spend as much time as we can doing uh, work things that we generally enjoy. I mean, if you like doing something, you're going to be good at it. And if you want to get even better at it, uh, you know, if you dread it and hate it, you probably won't be good at it, no matter how hard you try to force yourself. I mean, that doesn't mean that we all don't have things that we uh, have to do that we don't like. It's just that the more we can spend time on those things that we like, the better we'll be at them. So what does this have to do with state? Well, even if you're doing the things that you normally enjoy, if you're in a bad and ineffective state, you're likely going to suck at whatever you're doing, even if you normally like it. So all this to say, you know, your state is absolutely critical to your own productivity and your success, your team, and the overall growth of your company. So I think most of us would agree that, you know, this is a problem. I mean, I think all of us want to be on our A game every day, as that would mean we grow our companies faster and do it with less stress. The question then, of course, is how? But before we look at a solution, you know, we have to understand why this happens. The way I deal with problems is generally three steps. You know, you've got to identify the problem very clearly, figure out why it's happening or what's causing it, and then finally work on a solution to address the why problem that's causing the problem. So let's talk for a minute about the why we sometimes find ourselves in a bad state. I mean, getting into a negative state can be caused by several things, including, you know, even the food you just ate or didn't because it's, you know, it's a chemical thing in our brain. But, you know, I think the, the biggest thing that affects our state is what we're focused on. You know, Tony Robbins, uh, again, talks a lot about this and it includes physiology or how you're using your body and the words you're using and as well as what you're focused on. You know, for the purpose of this episode, I'm going to talk about focus as I think that's probably the strongest of those three, even though I think Tony's right about all three of them affecting things. You know, as you know, this is not a religious podcast, and, but, you know, I also don't hide my beliefs either. You know, in, in Western culture, particularly in the U.S., you know, Christianity is ingrained in our society, and not much of it, you know, is not as much as it used to be, but it's still true with most of us. And so most of us have heard, you know, Bible stories and that sort of thing. Most people have heard the story of Adam and Eve in the Bible. I mean, you don't have to believe in the Bible or religion at all to get the point of this, so just hang in there. But the story in the Bible, you know, says that God put Adam and Eve in this beautiful paradise, this garden full of fruit trees and, you know, I'm guessing probably vegetable plants and, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm guessing or picturing it's a large grove of trees, you know, a pretty big thing. And, 
you know, of course, all of it's free. They didn't have to work for it or buy it. It was just already there. And he told them, you know, you can eat freely from every tree in the garden, except for this one tree in the middle of the garden. And, you know, of course, sometimes we want what we can't have. So in the story, the devil got Eve to focus on the one thing she didn't have, which was the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden. So she literally had to walk by all the trees, all the abundance around her to find the one negative thing, the one thing she couldn't have. And of course, that turned out to be a mistake, and she and Adam committed the original sin. But so what does that have to do with focus? Very simple. Eve let herself focus on the one bad thing, the one thing she was lacking, instead of focusing on all the amazing abundance around her. When we wake up in that bad mood or quickly start going into a negative state, what are we focused on? You know, I mean, we're annoyed that our wife took the last clean towel for the shower, or, you know, we get irritated that their kids are so loud in the morning that the dog pooped on the floor. You know, I mean, we turn on the news and see all the depressing things going on in the world, and it keeps going downhill from there. But we're doing the same thing that Eve did. We're letting our focus be on all the bad things uh, going on around us. I mean, it's legit. They're there. They're actual things, and we're not hiding from it, but all the abundance and the good things are there as well. So what if instead we focused on the fact that, you know, when we wake up, uh, you know, we've got clean sheets, you know, we've got running water to take a shower. We have a family that loves us, even if you know, they annoy us at times. You know, we live in the wealthiest country in the history of the world, you know, in the U.S. You know, most of us don't have to worry about what we're going to eat today. You know, if we're focused on being grateful for all, for all those things, it's much harder to focus on the, quote, bad stuff around us. Well, you know, of course you say, well, that's all fine and dandy, Robert, but I get that. But, you know, when I wake up in a bad mood or it turns that way quickly, it's hard to switch focus and focus on the good, the abundance, you know, because you don't want to. And I, I totally get that. For years, I would come into the office probably, unfortunately, I'd say 70% of the time, a little irritated at life, you know, at a minimum. You know, you'd probably consider me a negative person. I mean, my team knew not to bother me, particularly with bad news or, you know, problems early in the day, and sometimes not at all, as they knew the reaction they were going to get. Can you imagine how this affected our teams dealing with clients and prospects? I mean, if a boss is in there with an attitude, grumpy and irritated, how do you think they're going to deal with the people outside the company? Well, not good, as you can imagine. If your communication with clients and prospects is strained, how well do you think you're going to grow? I mean, how well, uh, well do you think you're going to keep loyal team members from jumping ship due to negativity? Not long. You know, a few years ago, my business partner passed away suddenly, which I've you know talked about before in this podcast, but forced me to reassess a lot of areas in our business. And one of those areas was dealing both with my own team and our interaction with clients. In doing that evaluation, I realized that, you know, the root of the problem in our growth was not the business model. It wasn't my employees. It wasn't, you know, our service or product. It wasn't the economy. It wasn't lack of uh, capital. It was me. And I set the tone for the company. You know, over time and over the years, I'd sort of become an expert at focusing on everything that was wrong, everything bad in the world, and just generally a negative outlook. You know, I mean, looking back, I'm astounded. We, we've grown so much as a company in the last 20 years with my state where it was for many years. Uh, I guess the company grew in spite of me, not because of me, I guess you'd say. So bottom line, I know all about this focus thing and how much it affects our businesses in real terms. You know, hopefully you haven't experienced the negatives of focus as much as I have, but I can guarantee that we all have to some extent. And so that's why that's the sort of the why behind the problem of poor state management, as Tony Robbins would say. Uh, and it's mostly driven by focus. So now that we know the why, I mean, how do we change that focus? And even more important than changing that focus, how do we do it on a consistent basis, as in like every day? I mean, of course, that's the million dollar question. What we need to do is to be able to take conscious control of what state we're in. I mean, I think the most important 
time for this is the first thing in the morning. For me, if the day doesn't start out good, it usually takes like a you know, lottery winning type of moment to get me focused back on the good and the back in an effective state. As my business partner used to say, hope is not a strategy. And yet that's what we're doing if we don't consciously get ourselves into a good state right out of the gate. I mean, one of the problems I've always had with, you know, self-help gurus and, and that sort of thing is they'll tell you, well, you know, you just have to change the way you feel. You have to change your beliefs. You have to do affirmations or whatever, you know. Uh, but, you know, the problem is, you know, if you don't feel like it, those things won't work. You know, uh, about the same time I was searching for answers after my business partner died, I stumbled onto some Tony Robbins material that kind of got me back on the right track. You know, I've forgotten which course of it uh, it's on, but it's, I think it's his most recent one, at least as of this recording. But he talks about a morning routine he does that he recommends. And he suggests you start out by doing some kind of exercise, like even walking. And then the first few minutes, you simply start listing all the things you're grateful for in your life. Again, you know, that abundance thing. And then he suggests moving into visualizing your goals for a few minutes and finally doing incantations, uh, you know, kind of like affirmations, but more physical um, for a few minutes. And I tried this for over a year and I did it pretty consistently. Uh, you know, I mean, I missed a few weeks here and there type of thing, but good news that it did work to an extent. I, I think it did help my overall attitude and the way I came into work a lot of times. But, you know, eventually I, I found that I felt kind of rushed and I didn't feel like I was getting as much out of it. You know, the particularly the second two parts, the, the goals, visualization and the incantations. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I believe those are both great tools, but it just didn't seem to be working as part of my routine. I felt myself I was kind of going through the motions. And it also didn't, you know, it didn't help that I got in a car accident and had a hard time doing uh, any exercise at all for a while. But I liked the general idea of this morning routine and it felt it was helping a little. So I decided I was going to try an abbreviated version of this. And this was, you know, two and a half years ago or so, somewhere in there. And I can't tell you what this has done in my life. It completely changed how I dealt with running and growing my business every day. I'll share what, specifically what I do and how it's changed my life. Basically, I take the time and, and do what Tony Robbins was suggesting with the listing of things you're grateful for, but I really go at it. For me, you know, I have a 17-minute drive to work in the morning, so I use that time. And first of all, I start out by thanking God for all the good things in my life. As I mentioned, you know, I'm a Christian, so I do this in sort of a prayer format, but you don't have to be religious or, or anything just to start listing out what you're grateful for. I start out thanking God for my beautiful wife. I visualize her face and think about all her good attributes, you know, the difference she's made in my life. Then my children, how blessed I have, am to have such wonderful little kids and how cute they are, et cetera, et cetera. I think about the house I live in, the car I drive, the fact that it has air conditioning in Arizona during the summer. You know, that I have a great team of employees in my office, all dedicated to serving our clients. And the fact that I live in the United States and don't have to worry about war zones spilling over and my neighborhood threatening my family and, you know, keep on going. You know, I sort of pick up momentum after time, you know, a little bit of time. I started out slowly with a few things. And the more I think things I think of, the more things come to my mind. And it's, it's almost like I get myself into an excited frenzy. I mean, it's kind of weird as I'm not that excitable or an expressive person, but when I start to pick up that momentum, by the time I get to the office, you know, I'm generally in such a good mood that, you know, I feel like I won the lottery or just signed that big deal, et cetera. So, I mean, this all sounds great, but do I have mornings where I just wake up grumpy and annoyed? You bet. Like we talked about it, if you don't take conscious habitual action, the natural thing is to just keep going down that road. What I do when I don't feel uh, and don't want to be grateful, uh, I'm grumpy and not in the right state. You know, I mean, this is very intentional, uh, conscious, and it's an habitual effort that comes into play. So sometimes I get in the car knowing that I should start focusing on the abundance of my life, but let's face it, I just don't feel like it. 
rather be negative. You know, I then literally force myself to start listing things like I mentioned earlier, like my wife, my kids, my business. You know, it's kind of comical sometimes because I can, you know, mentally feel myself and hear myself saying these things, but almost in like a whiny, depressed or irritated voice, you know, kind of grumbling as I say it. But, you know, I've been forcing myself to do it consistently over the last couple of years. And what I found, you know, it's kind of like exercise. A lot of times, you know, if you're exercising in the morning, you may be tired and that that first 10 minutes of walking or running is really painful. But then if you push through that and it starts to become easy and you pick up momentum. What's the same thing with this gratitude habit? And I may start off not in a great mood, going through the motions, being thankful for things, but quickly it starts to change my state. And then the momentum kicks in and starts giving me that chemical high we get when we're happy and in a good state. And the cool thing about it is it works every time. I've yet to go through this process and it not work. I mean, if you force yourself to do it consistently and turn it into a habit, it really doesn't matter what's going around, uh, what's going on around you. And I guarantee you can get yourself into a positive and effective state. And that's the most important thing in growing your business. And of course, I recommend you do this in the morning, you know, at some point before work and the earlier, the better as your family will probably appreciate it. But it's also a great tool to use when you're hit with multiple challenges and problems during the day that start to overwhelm you or eat at you. You know, if you come in on Monday morning and you're in a great state to take on the world, but you get beat up with multiple and substantial problems by noon, you know, it's hard to stay in that positive state. The good thing is, you know, you'll see that happening, you know, from a kind of a mind's eye. And now you have a way to almost instantly take back your life. I mean, stop what you're doing, go into your office or whatever, go for a walk, spend two or three minutes, uh, whatever, how long it takes to get back into that effective state so you can deal with those problems effectively and move on to what's next. One of the things I thought about when I started this technique was that I would, you know, run out of things to be thankful for, couldn't reuse them, so to speak, you know, but it's not true. Uh, I mean, every day I start with the same few items that get me rolling. I start with my wife and children and a few other easy ones, you know, and if I'm actually letting myself picture them and forcing myself to think about all the good attributes, even if I did the same thing a few hours ago, it still works. I mean, it's crazy how our brains work. And, you know, I'm not sure that this is the you know, the only way to do this and get the same effect of putting yourself in the, the right effective state before work, but it's made a dramatic difference in my business. You know, I was in a meeting the other day with some of the members of our Platinum Partner Program, which is a coaching and mastermind group. And I asked my sales manager who was there, you know, do you ever see me in a bad mood or pissed off and generally in a bad state? She said, hmm, uh, come to think of it, not really. I mean, you're, you're pretty even keel. And, you know, the, the reason I bring this up is because she's been with our company for about two years, right after I started doing this. And she'd come on board a year early, she would have met that boss who was generally in a bad mood, grumpy, sarcastic, and not at all in the mindset to give our clients great service. And it's all because of this technique. This has been one of the biggest moneymakers at our company in the last couple of years, and it's dropped my stress level dramatically. I mean, you don't have to do it this way, the way I do it, but I'd recommend you figure out something similar as I know how much it's done for me. Business is about solving problems and dealing with the day-to-day challenges that come up. You know, if we don't show up with our A-game, we're going to lose money and stress ourselves out unnecessarily. Try it out. I promise you won't be disappointed. Thanks for listening today, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening today. I hope you learned something that you can implement right away. I know your time is valuable, and it's really an honor to serve you. Please subscribe and rate the show on your favorite podcast platform and give me your honest feedback. If you're interested in learning more about how to grow your B2B small business, please call my office at Sales Double, which is 866-231-6776. Talk to you soon.